0: what's up everybody welcome to in god's image how to be a pro we are on episode number 12 12 episodes in already i'm t jacks that's my man scott boogie and today we have a wonderful wonderful episode where we're going over how do i keep my mental health strong as a pro we got a wonderful guest here with us so stay tuned we'll be right back at it here on IGI How to Be a Pro. From grade school
1: to high school from high school
0: <laughs> to college from college Jackson, oh my God. to the reeds. And it doesn't stop there.
2: And a nice move got
0: What if I told you that there was nothing impossible for those who believe. For those who believe in their dreams. Who believe in themselves. And who believe in truth. We're here to show you the way to the life you've always wanted. This is IGI. This is IGI. This is IGI. This is How to Be a be a a Pro. man every time i see that highlight you know i just think about how we met and you know how i played point guard with you you know (laughs) and how i thought i was a good i I was a good pg you know but today today we go with your favorite pg (laughs) i just found this out ladies and gentlemen right before but i'm excited because it's you know gaddy's a great guy he's a great guy and you know your teammate um, you're, you've seen him go through his journey a lot. You play with him, man. Talk a little bit about Gaddy before we jump on here, um, before we introduce him, and we introduce his mental health thing.
1: Man, I'm sorry I had to shock you, man. t is my favorite <laughs> left-handed point guard. Gaddy, my favorite
0: point
1: guard. <laughs> 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 now we're bringing a special guest, man. He, uh, we like T-Jack said, we played together. He was a McDonald's All-American. We played... Uh, four years together, I believe, at UW. He had some great success, had multiple NCAA tournament appearances, won a few conference championships, and he's gone on to have an eight-year career as a pro and, and counting. Um, so it's my pleasure to introduce abdu du
0: du getty
1: getty getty.
0: See, I set you up for the failure, because we didn't go over the intro intro part. I still got the video for him. I still got everything for him, so that's mm-hmm. on me. I set you up, that was rewind. a turnover on my end. Man. We gotta do a quick little rewind because today we're talking about the mental health part, which a lot of people don't do. They don't rewind and actually chill out and go over the plan. I just messed up the whole mental health thing of this. So that's on me, ladies and gentlemen, I I'm apologize. Gonna go we go back. Back. We're <laughs> gonna go back, we're gonna go back. Go, 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 go. All right, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you have wanted to, I wanted to just give a quick little intro because our guest doesn't have that much time today. He's has a family, he's on the structure, he's on time everything is good Scott, where can they uh subscribe to us and you know you wanted to go over that for a little bit and we can kind of go jump right into God because we want him to talk as much as possible while he's here
1: yeah so you can go to our youtube page we are god's image um you can go to our facebook page at in god's image and uh you can also go to success or uh is it we are god's image.com i believe and you can yeah, it's find Both us of them. There. Both of them. You got you got both you about of them, you,
0: you about right? Yeah, you're about right. <laughs>
1: there we go.
0: There we go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, yeah, so like and subscribe. Really, really subscribe. I don't really care about the likes as much. I care about the subscribe so you can get yeah. the information. And Boogie made me to make sure I keep talking about our mentorship program. Check it out. We are com slash IGI to be a pro. We're gonna be breaking down these topics that we have like this um and we're gonna actually go into our give and go section and what was our we we just named it last week was it the fast break that was it fast, was break, it, right? section. Yeah. fast yes. break section yeah yes so so make sure today boy, that we 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 get the fast break before gaddy has to head out but okay yeah, we'll um, get there. yes he makes sure so your teammate everything that you talked about remind him, and then i'll go ahead and go into the video for him. hopefully it'll play today well okay, <laughs> let's see if can get it going. Here we go. We're back in time.
1: Abdul Gaddy, McDonald's All-American. We've had great success at University of Washington. Multiple NCAA appearances, multiple conference championships, eight-year pro and counting. Abdul do 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 get it, get it, get it.
0: Hailing out of Tacoma, Washington, Abdul Gaddy was a McDonald's All-American and the number two ranked point guard in the nation, right behind John Wall. For college, he decided to stay in the state of Washington and go to UW, where there he played with our very own Scott Suggs. While at Washington, he was able to overcome a torn ACL his sophomore year and had a great career at UW as he was able to lead them to two NCAA tournament berths. After going undrafted in 2013, Gaddy joined the Charlotte Bobcats for the 2013 NBA Summer League. He was drafted into the Iowa Energy of the NBA D-League later that year, where his rights were traded to the Santa Cruz Warriors and then to the Maine Red Claws where he had a successful rookie season. And that led him back to the Summer League the next summer, where this time he played with the New Orleans Pelicans. After his time in the D-League, he decided to take his talents to Italy, Played for a season there, and then after Italy, he played in Latvia, where he was able to lead his team to a Latvian championship and also to the VTB League playoffs with VEF Riga. From Latvia, after having a successful stint there, he then traveled to the Germany BBL. After playing in Germany, Gaddy decided to take his talents back to the States, where he was signed to the Oklahoma City Thunder training camp. From there, he was designated to the G League to play with the Oklahoma City Blue, where he was the steady leading force in their starting point guard for the next two seasons. This past year, Gaddy played in Greece with Pierre Steri and most recently in the Israeli Basketball Premier League. We're super excited today to have the one and the only Abdul Gaddy. So yeah, I know you seen that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! It's always crazy when you watch. <laughs> I, know you've seen that. I know you so see so that. I know you see that. Boy, can we can see his face, Daddy? Can on. you see us? Can we see him on here? We can't see. Can you see him? Can you see him? Look. I
1: can see
0: him. Yeah. Okay. Why is this? Why is he not going to the middle though? Is he not going to the middle for you?
1: He's on the
0: oh, right side. Yeah. Oh, ah, it's tough. Daddy, I mean, you, like Gattie, you are the premier one today. This is. Oh, my goodness! This is okay Wait, let me try to uh just talk on the bottom. Gaddy. we right. always have somebody i for some reason I'm not even able to see you right now. I'm not sure what's going right. on with the internet. We're gonna make sure that I get you back on here. everything is gonna go you We want you in the middle. We want this today All is right. premiere for you. But how right. you doing today man how How's everything going?
2: I'm good, man. I can't complain. Man. I'm with the family uh, I'm enjoying some some type of Seattle sun, which we don't get very much, so uh, I'm good, man. How are you guys doing?
1: Well, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Excited to have you on here. Um, I know TJ can't see you, but you're looking good. Your <laughs> Wi-Fi looking
0: great, man. <laughs> look Wi-Fi is looking perfectly. Yeah, Wi-Fi is looking amazing. uh Everything is working good, but why can't I hear them? I don't know why I'm not hearing them. I'm not doing nothing. Boogie, you, Pookie, you might right have to now? take take the lead for this for a quick second? But this is what okay. we're gonna do. I'm a re. I'm a. I'm a re. I'm a re. Uh, What's it called? Refresh this. Hop right back on. Make sure we keep this thing going, okay? All right. Okay. Give me one Let's quick see, second, me guys. All right. All right. Let me see. Okay.
1: So while Trayvon is gone, as you guys saw, uh, Gaddy dropping folks over there. He hit him with the Shabbat Shalom.
0: Shabbat. <laughs>
1: that was a good <laughs> one. That was a good one. I'm back. I can hear you there now. Back How you doing, Gaddy?
2: to see you I'm good
0: man good to see you <laughs> scott said i hear yeah. the shabbat shalom <laughs> i know the shabbat shalom but i'm still able to do it. i'm back on here man we we appreciate having you on here man um it's a, it's it's we've heard i've heard so much about you besides you just being the, you know scott's favorite point guard i've heard a lot i got a chance to see <laughs> you from afar um yeah you know you, you've been on it a lot man talk about your most recent year here in uh israel you you know you got about it in safely Man. But uh how you doing, man? How's everything in life?
2: Everything in life is pretty good, man. I had a good year. Um uh, it was it was a fun year. It was a lot of travel because I went from Greece and then had a short scent there, and then I went to Israel. Um, and then that was an adventure because just the team was 0-7 when I got to them. Mm.
0: Um
2: and then we ended up winning we ended up winning like nine games, like to stay in the league, that whole process, wow. you know, the whole thing and uh then the bombings and stuff started happening between the the palestinian people and the israelis and all that so just being safe you know my wife and kid you know worried trying to get home so it was an adventure but eventually i got home safe sound and get to spend time with the family so i'm all good
0: so we we like we don't really i don't know if you know much about what's really what's truly going i don't really watch the news that much i see stuff you know online and I don't necessarily know what's true, Scott. You know what's what's really going on over there? Cause you're in the heart of it. I don't really know what the issue. Like, I mean, I know it's I know it's years and years and years of issues, so I'm not gonna be ignorant on here and act like mm-hmm. I don't know that. I do know that, but I'm like, you're getting yeah. caught in the middle of a battle and war, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and you're playing basketball, and <laughs> it's like, how was that? <laughs> bro it's
2: it's crazy i mean like you said i'm i'm not gonna sit here and act like i know everything because i really don't uh i do and it's, it goes back years and mm-hmm. they from what they've said they deal with this every year some worse than others depending on the year and mm-hmm. uh um, it's just a lot but um pretty much like they're against each other at this point and it's, a lot of it has to do with just the Palestinian people don't agree with the Israeli people. And then, you know, it's, there's a lot of money involved and land mm-hmm. and all that. So, you know, it, it's politics and all that stuff. So it's it's, it's beyond me. So I, I don't really know much. I'm just trying to stay safe at this point. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. No. So um, I, I'm not sure that I know exactly what it is. I think I think we're probably all kind of in the same boat on that. But that, that kind of led me to speaking of that it, it just let me because that's the mental side right you, like you don't you're not mm-hmm. anticipating dealing with that kind of stuff as you're going into a season and you did you talked about having to do with travel and all that um t gave us a great intro and kind of a, a summary of, of kind of where you started and where you've got
0: where you where you are now we know you got to go back to little gaddy so we had to get as much info yeah. in as before you, yeah. you know mm-hmm. before you lay little man down the rest so you know it's just Go ahead, though, but I, you know, I just had to throw it in there no. for him. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that was perfect, man.
1: That really helped uh, bring us up to speed. Where where I kind of want to ask you. Um, so, we saw you went McDonald's All American, kind of this this high. You're going into college, and um, you come into to the freshman year, and mm-hmm. you're playing behind Vo Vinoy Overton. For those who don't know, who was an all defensive player, and Isaiah Thomas, who we know was four top five in mvp voting you know a few years ago uh and then to your sophomore you're having to deal with the acl injury can you talk kind of about those few things your first couple of seasons that you dub how what was that like how were you able to overcome um going from this this position to kind of dealing with these setbacks man uh i would
2: to be honest probably just a lot of family and friends like sup having a good support system um mm-hmm. How I decided to enhance my relationships was I was really close with my family, all my friends that were around, my teammates. um, Mm -hmm. Stuff like that to where, like, you know, when you're going through stuff, uh, you got to have something to lean on. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, my faith, my faith during the time, I would say, like, it wasn't the strongest, but I I did believe in God and was like, man, like, God has to have a bigger purpose for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was the strongest at the time and it was still growing. Mm-hmm. Uh, more and more. But I it was just something that I had to deal with. But I knew I loved the game and I knew like, man, it's tough going from, you know, McDonalds all American, I'm mm-hmm. ten kid, um, all this hype, and you know, you got all these people in your ear, you know, you've been a mcdonald's all American, Jordan Brown American, you're supposed to be this, supposed to be that. Mm-hmm. You're reading the draft the NBA draft, you know, all that. And then yep i legit like scott said i had two legit like guys who were like all conference like dogs you know it has, <laughs> i mean he has it has his number retired for a reason um yeah. Benoit was Benoit was a pit bull like it, it, you probably ask anybody it was like the best defender in the league by far like yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> what he brought to no, the table was. and i had to deal with them every day in practice so <laughs> It was stressful,
0: <laughs>
1: It was stressful
2: <laughs> bringing, bringing the ball up and then having the guard, like both of them, but guarding Isaiah and all that. I'm just like, man, like Coach Romar, you set me up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you did to me. Like, you, you know, is this is why you brought me here. Yeah, but, uh, but it made me better, though. At the end of the day, yeah, like bro. I couldn't ask for two better players to make me better on both ends, you know, so. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it was like it made me a pro and, and it built me to have the perseverance to to go through the whole grind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, it was a struggle at times. But having that good support support system really pushed me through with that.
0: that. That's what I was going. I was asking Scott before we got on here. I was like, man, I wonder what what made him go to Washington. I'm sure you probably had everywhere. And I know you're from Tacoma. I know you grew up mm-hmm. UW right there. You know what I mean? what was your ultimate choice and decide i'm gonna go to uw knowing that they had it there knowing that they had other guys there did, did anybody influence you or help you or want you to go there what was your reason for going
2: i think at the time to be honest was a uh, family um uh, i will I always wanted to go to arizona that was like my Yeah, mm-hmm. i remember that um and, you were I, remember Miller question, with, or? I was uh Lou Oson, I Lou Olson was the coach oh. So Luke, you know, Lute was a hall, you know, he's a legend. That's PGU. Yeah, I was trying to yeah. go to PGU. <laughs> That's pretty much. Uh I committed there twice. I, I I committed, decommitted, then committed again, went through that whole process and then he retired. Ludoson retired and I decommitted uh. again. And then um Romar is Romar was my favorite recruiter. Him and Coach Dollar. Right? I get so, it from everybody. So He's regardless, regardless of me wanting to go to Arizona, he knew it was going to be hard to beat out Arizona because he knew in my heart it was my favorite school since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But he was always like, listen, if you don't go to Arizona, though, you better come here. Like, that was always his thing. And so when I wasn't going, he was like, so what are we doing? Like, is this happening? And family. I had IT already because I knew IT from, from when I was mm-hmm. young. And then basically Will, B-Roy and all of them put the full court press on me and I kind of was like, man, I'm in, I'm, I'm staying
0: home, so. So yeah. this is this is key, I, I'm glad you brought that up because here at IGI, our biggest thing is helping kids learn how to be a pro. We focus on high schoolers, college guys too, pros that are open. Uh, obviously yeah. a lot of pros not necessarily uh, feel like I need to get taught how to be a pro because I'm a pro. So we get that, but we do want to help out. This is the biggest thing is understanding how you were designed to be a pro and a lot of people don't talk about this recruiting stage as the beginning stages of you being a pro i want to mm-hmm. read something that's going to be key today for what we're talking about it's about health and health is a mindset based off of what your conscience believes is true or not it's determined by being free of certain thoughts and your health your well-being and health comes from your mental state this is key because you're going through bro with most people <laughs> like can you imagine committing and decommitting committing? And then decommitting again. That's a lot. This is a lot. So yeah. it's starting early for you. Um, yeah. The health culture mountain of influence determines the things you eat, what you believe is healthy to eat. And not, how you prepare things, uh, you know, the mountain of influence determines people's faith, what heals them, whatever is going on. So as you continue to grow throughout this time and you're building these, this is setting up the foundation for your college career. What happened for you to stay firm when you tore your ACL? And you still came back and was like, "I'm all the way on Ohio, and I'm still hearing your name." Like I yeah. knew who Abdul Gaddy was at the time. I know Abdul Gaddy. Um, I didn't know Scott Suggs. You know, maybe because he wasn't favorite point guard. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <was kind> of <laughs> <of course. laughs> but no, seriously, I, I'm messing around. But like, I knew your name. Like I always knew. Like for a guy that's that high, and then going through that, how did that? Um, What are the things that you learned throughout that time really that led into your pro career that you took with you man i would say
2: like i i would say probably just like learning how to push through something that's like really difficult that's out of your control um because at the time one was i it was an injury that was non-contact um Mm. it happened at the it happened at the end of practice yeah uh, that a practice that was supposed to be over so i remember like it was yesterday practice mm-hmm. was supposed to be over we had a very sloppy ending and coach said i'm gonna put two minutes back up on the clock and y'all finished the right way and it happened like the second play so yeah. practice was already supposed to be over um i was having a pretty good year i had already kind of had in my mind me and all the people that were in my ear that i was going to enter blah blah Yeah. This is yeah, going. So, yeah. It was all of that. And so non-contact injury, ACL, a little bit of my LCL, all that. And then, like, now it's a 10-month process of recovery. Um, And I think, like, at first it was really hard. Like, I kind of went through a tough space where I didn't really want to go to class and stuff. And I kind of thought it was over. Um, Mm -hmm. It was a struggle to walk for, like, the first month. So I was like, man, I ain't going to be able to play the same. I ain't going to be doing nothing the same. I kind of just shut down for a little bit. But I had a great support system. Like my mom and you kind of just shut basketball out and you're like, man, like I just want to be able to walk again and run. Yeah. Uh, and then you have people in your ear who are. I didn't even come to the game. I don't know if Scott remembers. Like I didn't come to practice. No, I, I only watched ever. the games on TV. I never watched the games in person because at the time I was just like, I was just upset and mm-hmm. I didn't want to really like deal with nothing this or that. But then I kind of saw the light and like when we. Guys start winning, they start hooping, and I was like, you know what? And I started getting in a better space, and I'm like, man, I need to be there for my my boys. Mm-hmm. Um, like they were going to the tournament, we they were gonna go to the tournament, all this and that. So I was kind of like, all right, I just gotta be better. But just pushing through, having a good support system, and just faith, and and having them in my ear. Coach Romar was important too, It's just like, man, you're gonna be able to, um, you know, come back next year. He was telling me about the schedule for the next year, just like uplifting me in good ways. Same with my teammates. All them guys mm-hmm. just watching them do well like mm-hmm. that was your it hit the, the game winner and just was was like say,
1: mm-hmm.
2: that boy atl uh, was
1: healed then he took the off across were, the he <laughs> ran across the court yeah i was i was trying to
2: run with like, a, with like my, i could barely run and i was trying to run i was excited scott was hooping cj was mm-hmm. hooping terrence didn't even play that play all year and then he came to the tournament hoop so i was just like man like there's so much good happening and those guys are so happy that I want to be happy with them. Um, and, and that can be
1: tough to do, though. That can be tough to do. Like, i to yeah, talk on that real quick. Like, that shows you Gaddy's heart, though, you know, because there's people that are getting that injury and be like, no, forget everybody. I'm hurt. I don't want to deal with none of y'all. Like, obviously, that's what I did. It I, did the, I dealt, with that, deal with, I dealt yeah. with that my senior year. I dealt with that my
0: senior year. We went to the national championship. I get it. So I, I completely understand. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: man. So for him to even overcome that and get to a space where he was like, "Nah, you know what? There is a lot of good happening here, and I want to participate in that." I think that that shows his heart as well. But go ahead, get it.
2: Yeah, nah. It, I mean, that's I kind of got to that space. At first, it didn't start out that way, though. I was, yeah, yeah. You know, it was it was a totally opposite. Like I was being <laughs> selfish. I was in my own way and all this and that, and a lot of prayer, a lot of just talking with my family, a lot of talking with Coach Romar and people in my corner. Just still having that belief. Obviously, like I, I, I was young too. Like you know, Scott knows I was seventeen years old when I first started college. Yeah. That happened when I was eighteen. Wow. That happened when I was eighteen, and you know, you start to think that it was over. But I had a lot of people who were like, "Well, one is you're only eighteen years old. Like you still <laughs> go into the league, so it's not completely over." Two, yep. like you could you get to play with good dudes. Like I, I love these dudes. Like these dudes were like great guys. If I had like. You know, the punks teammates are probably be like, man, whatever. But like these are like my guys. I love these dudes. Yeah. I am really with them all every day. So I was like, man, I got great teammates. I'm happy to see them doing well. Like all of that. We were going to the tournament. We had handshakes yep. and all that. So like <laughs> <Yeah. I really laughs> we right? really like, I really love these dudes. So I was like, you know what? Like, it's too much good, man, for me to be in my own way and be acting like this. And like that perseverance, I can always go back to that. Anytime I went through something hard, I'm like, Mm. um, the people. One is the people I'm around, um, and the game, the passion of the game. And it's like, man, like when you have team and the game is built that way, um, like you'll do anything for those people. But then also, the game usually works
1: out in your favor with that stuff. So
2: it's a lot of that.
0: That's real. That's real.
1: It's a. I want to talk to the point of how you talked about the support system and the people you had around you, and even more specifically, um, the culture. So we talk about culture here at IGI, and w- Coach Romar had built a culture at Dub of mm-hmm. like-minded guys, guys that came that had the same heart, that would end up having the same agenda. You know, Romar was going to break you to where, you know, you fell in line with what he wanted to do, but he also gave some freedom. And and he gave more and more freedom as we went along into um, being able to be, be ourselves. But but I think that was a key thing too. Like the reason why you can say, oh, we had good good guys and good teammates around. That was you know Romar's vision for the program yeah. to make sure that we did have good guys. Now he would take a chance on some guys that maybe may have had a, a suspect, past. you like, know. <laughs> but I, yeah. he was la- labeled as one of those guys. Honestly, he, no, was he was coming in. They were like, yeah, they were like, you know, and that's the vision I had of Zeke when I was coming in. Because everybody was like, oh, yeah, he had to go to prep school because he, w- he was doing this and that. I don't know. I'm just coming in. This is what I'm hearing. I'm from St. Louis. I- I'm not even yeah. from here. So that's the yeah. but When I get there, I'm like, I don't see that. Like Zeke seemed like a cool dude. And-, and we come to learn that's not really who he was. He got labeled like that. But I just wanted to speak to that culture that we we had, that we-, we had taken it as our own as well. We had kind of built a culture within the culture. Um yeah. and I think that was something that was that was helpful. Go ahead Trevor. No, nah, well I
0: just want I want you to ask the next question. I just want to jump in here. I thought Gaddy yeah, did a great job of talking about like these were my plans. Right? Yeah. These were my blueprints. These were my path that we were going to go for. And mental health a lot of times is not talked about because of our conscious mind, we got four parts of our conscious mind. A logical part of it is when we set up these plans and these blueprints for what we're doing. And when them plans get rocked, everything is like, dang, like what I'm gonna do next? And I remember being in that particular thing myself, my senior year. I'm like, I'm going to the league. I'm doing this, 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 this. I get hurt I'm, before I'm playing my best basketball. And then we're on the number two team player or number two team in the country, you know, at the time. And I get hurt, so it's like, dang, my opportunity is gone. And as a kid, we're really kids. I was 22 at the time, but you were, you know, 18. We're still kids at that time. We don't think that there's still much we don't know how the plans other logical ways that this can happen because they're telling me this is the only way to get to where i'm trying to go i put in all this time to get here and i think that's key for mental health to understand that there's many other plans there's many other opportunities there's many other ways to still get to the end goal where you're trying to go mm. but you got to put in the right other parts of the mind as well which is the other parts of the conscious mind but we'll talk more about that down the line boogie i want you to keep going because we got to we gotta get Guy to keep asking these, que- or asking these questions, man. He got to put a little bit of rest here soon, okay? <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs>
1: OK, so you overcome this ACL injury and you're coming back um, junior and senior year. Uh, we end up, I don't remember what we did our junior year or your junior year. I can't remember. We had multiple. Ins- yeah, what, what happened? Our, our, yeah, our your junior year was when T. Ross
2: T. Ross, Tone. Oh, that year. Yeah, that was the year I was and they And they and <laughs> in the, in the NCAA kind of screwed us a little bit because we finished first. Yeah, they did in the we league, but we didn't have yeah. a, the league wasn't strong. Oh, so called, yeah. and then we went to the tournament and we laid an egg and lost to Oregon State uh, oh. first round, and they put us out, and we were number one seed in the NIT that year. Mm-hmm. What? Right.
0: Right. Y'all finished first in the conference. It was a that was, was my junior time ever year. That, that was my
2: junior year, and that was when Scott was hurt. Scott hey, broke I broke my foot.
1: foot.
2: I broke, broke my oh, foot. Yeah, okay. so I didn't play yeah. that year.
1: Yeah. Um. That's why I didn't remember that. I was like, "What happened?" Because we, year was, was, we this? was thinking about,
2: That was when we was considering having Scott come back for the New York game when we played in Madison Square. We were playing Duke, and we was mm-hmm. playing okay. Marquette, and then it was just kind of like nah, like just but let Scott get boy, his whole year for next year. So we are like, bet. Let him have the whole year next year. I tried to practice. Though.
1: Yo, that practice. The, I, the free throw line looked like it was 100 yards away. I remember, I yeah, like, y'all, I remember how, that. How y'all running so fast? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I, I said. Ain't no way I'm playing this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember <laughs> that too. I was like,
2: man, nah, it's cool. Like Let Scott I said It's better for him to get all his games. Let him be fully ready. Yep. Like, I was like, right? no, I, feel, I feel them.
1: <laughs> like, it makes sense. Man, I was like, I'm not ready. <laughs> and I remember I, even after practicing, I came back and then I re-injured my foot in like January or February and I was done for this. So I was like, oh, thank God I didn't come back. Yeah. That would've been bad. Yep. But this show, this show is about you, it ain't about me.
0: So,
1: <laughs> 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 so we, go, we go through the NIT, I forgot Ross went crazy too. We gotta yeah. some of that stuff up. <laughs> Man. Um. We so we go to senior year. Our senior year was kind of subpar compared to what we had done, but mm-hmm. individually we did you know it was better than than our previous season individually I, I think. And so now you're going into the NBA draft. And can you kind of talk about that process? Because now it's like you know you've had this career that people were probably thinking oh you know Gaddy was supposed to be one and done, two and done. You've mm-hmm. gone for four or five years because of the injury. You, you you know you played a full career. Talk about that transition to the NBA. How did you Shape yourself not just physically but mentally as well to reinvent and transform yourself into the player that you knew you could be despite what everybody else may have had opinions on.
2: Man, so the the I think at the time was when you're going through the draft. I I struggled mentally as far as like my senior year because I was, you know, when you're a senior, it's like this is like time it's your last year. So you're like, time's ticking, man, yep. time's ticking. This is my last year. The heart. I probably, I probably got an average whatever amount. Yep, yep. This amount is, so, you know, you start logical mind starts kicking in. Yep. You know, and uh, you start doing all that. Um, And I was struggling because I was like, man, like I'm averaging this, which is my best, but I want more, you know. Exactly. And then, you right. know, like Scott said, we kind of had a subpar year, but I wanted it to be like special. That's why, yeah. I, man. I remember I, we lost to Oregon in the conference tournament. Uh, and I cried because I, so I was like, man, because I, I, I was like, that's our only chance to go to the NCAA tournament. And I felt like that's what me, Scott, and Aziz needed. Like I was like, we need yep. that. Mm-hmm. We just need that. We get that. Yep. That'll just help all of us. And yep. I cried. Mm-hmm. We lost the game because they called a foul on me, which I still think is debatable because they called <laughs> whatever a foul. And it, he like tipped my hand, and yeah, no, uh, they called a foul. He ended up hitting free throws or whatever, and I was and I cried in the locker room, like man. And we went to NIT, still played, but it wasn't the same. Like
1: no, it, wasn't. it uh, wasn't. But
2: going through the process of the NBA draft was like, man, what do I need to do? Like hiring an agent, I pretty much went with the agent that one of my best friends was with at the time, Avery Bradley, mm-hmm. and I was mm-hmm. like, bro, if you trust him with your career, I feel like I trust him.
0: Man. Is they it from in West Washington? Yeah, we're from the yeah. same area, from Tacoma
2: okay. and all that. Like okay. that's one of my best friends growing up. So that was like an easy choice for me. And then I was like, "Man, what I need to do?" He was kind of like, "You're gonna be a bigger guard. You need to do all this or that." And so going through that process was a struggle a little bit too, because I didn't get workouts till late. So I was kind of like, "Man, mm-hmm. am I gonna get any workouts?"
0: Man, but me
2: <laughs> like you said, my name was still hot from school from mm-hmm. from high school from being a mcdonald's all-american mm-hmm. this and that and i remember out of nowhere i got like 10 11 workouts like out of nowhere like wow mm. um but then they wanted to see me you know do a whole, they wanted me to see see me be like more athletic and fast and i had to go against mm-hmm. all these the only big coin guards at the time really was me and nate walters who came oh, out of, yeah, uh, yeah. Dakota north dakota State, State, really dakota good State, yeah. by, who yep. was really good he was yep.
1: problem, man
2: so but in the workouts, they had me go against all these fast dudes Phil pressey mm. Peyton Siever, mm. Pierre Jackson, mm. oh. uh, uh, who else? Like, all these fast, fast dudes. So, I'm like, so what year is this? Is this
0: 2000 and 2013? Yeah, mm-hmm. Dang, so yeah, this is the year
2: Ru- Russ Smith, like, yeah.
0: Every train workout, out this and, year. and I had
2: to pick them up full course so I'm like I'm not as fast as these dudes like I'm just, yeah like, like, what I'm like man but that's I was just going through the process of man this is what I gotta do so I was just doing whatever I could um and that process was just trying to persevere through that whole thing and I got pro my whole thing too was Charlotte as y'all saw was yeah um, I did summer league with them. And my agent was telling me, like, man, I wish they had a second round pick because mm-hmm. they have guaranteed that they wanted to take you, but they'll they mm-hmm. want you for sure for summer league. And you know, at the time you just wanted to get picked. You yeah, were yeah. hearing that's like, it. Oh, I'll go on draft or whatever. You're like, man, I just want to hear my name called because yep. like, that's see a my dream. Boy. Yeah, I saw yep. my boy get picked. This and that the one. Hat on. That yeah. <laughs> and it didn't happen or whatever. But I went to Charlotte for a summer league and you know, went to train camp, did all that, and um I think I was just trying to figure, I got cut for the first time, never experienced that. Mm And um, just trying to figure out like, man, what am I? Like, what, what player do I need to be? Or how am I supposed to do this? And I mean, that was kind of the first year of the G League was trying to figure out what type of player was I going to be in the league and um, going through that and figuring it out. Um, But I was much stronger in my faith at the time. And Mm -hmm. um, I had like re-accepted Jesus back into my life too. So that helped a lot like more than a lot of people know
0: um yeah
2: personally at the time because i needed what time. parts
0: did it help you out with like as far as why did that help you out at that time you know what i mean help me did we hear got you go ahead yeah i think it helped me mostly because um i kept
2: resulting to like man like it wasn't supposed to work out like this um mm. you know what i mean like me all american yeah. like man uh my name was in a first was in the top 10 at one point you know coming out of high school then it went mm-hmm. to top 20 then i was still in the first round then it was in the second round then you know to go undrafted and all that and i think your mind goes to like man it's supposed to work out like this yes but you know there's no guarantees and none of that but you just i i had to learn through the process i didn't know like man there is no guarantee i was like man like if they put my name in the first round I'm supposed to go in the first round Um, yes you're supposed to and you know it just obviously didn't work out that way but when i reaccepted jesus back in my life and having a better you know having more um some of my close friends now who i met at church who were just kind of like man like basketball is on your heart god wouldn't put basketball on your heart if it wasn't supposed to be there and like it is your passion Mm -hmm. you love it you've been doing this since you was a kid uh but don't it kind of mm. helped me take myself from being attached to the result,
0: mm. but
2: being more attached to the process, really. And yes, I started to figure I out. That. I started to figure out, you know, and I still hold on to that now. Like, man, I, I really do love the process. I really do love mm. the journey. Um, it's challenged me sometimes. There've been times where I was like, man, like basketball is not so called fun.
1: But me, yeah, more, zero. But it's not zero fun, sir. <laughs> yeah, zero fun, <laughs> sir.
2: Like all. Of that. <laughs> but it's really not the game it's more so like the challenge of like man i gotta push through conditioning or push through that we're struggling right now as a team or man i'm not playing well it's more that stuff that i was struggling than it was like man i just love the game and this is the game i go in my backyard and play for hours and shoot forever like i figured i had to learn that through knowing that god was on my heart and was like man this is what i placed on your heart is the game not Oh, that the result. I, I, know, the that come, man, I mean, it's like
0: it's it's powerful you're saying that because we all go through me and Scott have these conversations a lot. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? And I love the I appreciate you opening up, man, because like I said, this is my first time meeting you. This I'm seeing you from the, you know, McDonald's, like this guy, this and this. But like I just tell just by you talking, bro, like I can just tell you got a a great, like great dude. Like you're a great dude. I can just tell. You're just a great gentle, just cool dude that just can really hoop. Like, you know what I mean? And that's, that right there is a quality. I can understand why Scott would love you so much. Scott raves about you when he talks about you. And it's like, Mm -hmm. that right there is tough because when we put our, um, I couldn't imagine you going through that and you getting to the top and this part of you being not there anymore. Cause Mm -hmm. so many guys get to the top Mm -hmm. and they lose themselves. And it's man. not that we wow. can't get to the that's top real. you know what i mean it's not that we can't get to the top. that's where we're supposed to get to that's what right. we're supposed to. that's why we have those dreams we have the, but it's the process of actually you know i like what uh and rogers put in there is because man, the process of becoming over the process of achieving and and, and the results so that's key man i thought that i think that's huge Yaddy. i think that's it is. Uh, super
2: huge it is man like that 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 was like the biggest thing was like I was so attached to the result and like mm. um I I just love the process and I love the people that I meet through the game like I met mm-hmm. Scott because I went to we went to the same school I would never met Scott like Scott is my brother now man Like, mm-hmm. he's yeah one of my favorite dudes one of my favorite players like I love watching him play every year it doesn't matter what year it is I'm like I love watching him play more mm. than I love watching the NBA you know what I mean? Like I watch live watch all my guys play cuz I'm like, man, I know I know what Scott sacrifices. I know how hard he works. I know how much he loves the game cuz we share that. So I'm like, man, like mm-hmm. all my guys that I know like I appreciate it so much more cuz I I know their their grind and I'm like, man, like I know they appreciate it just as much as I do. You know what I mean? So yep. it's just all love in that you talk so, about the process.
0: Go ahead, boy. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, yeah you know, just I'm real really going to keep asking all these questions. <laughs> no, nah, you
1: go ahead. This is real quick. This is a shout out to Dr. Anthony Roman, who's in the comments dropping gems, by the way. Um, and a, a thing that he said that I talk to t about all the time is that the journey is the destination and the reward is the process. Yes. And I, I think that's yes. such a great, it's just so fitting to what you're talking about. And for me personally, that's something I keep reminding myself as I'm going through this journey with IGI, Success Epitomize and, and all the things that we're teaching and we're learning here. And I just thought that was a great point that you made, like that you enjoy the process and that you're um, you know, not you, you don't focus so much on the result. Cause if you're focusing on the process, the result
0: will come.
1: So go ahead, TJ. Well no,
0: nah, and this you just texted me, uh, Book just texted me something that he that was very key. You know, talking about vision. Um, seeing the end result, having a conflict with the results you're seeing, like you said before, we were talking about this before the show. A lot of the conflicts that we have is, there's this vision, especially when we accept God, like when we truly accept God and the Messiah into our life. He rewrote he a, a story for us. We were just going over this, right? There's a story that's written already here. The books is written, everything, wrote, everything good. But then we got over here and it's our job to seek, to figure out what is this part of it written and how is it written? And the part of us as hoopers that that you know that we deal with a lot is there's so many people that are coming to us and telling us this is what you're supposed to deal with, or this is what your story is supposed to be written like, right? Or and if we don't and we accept it or we don't accept it, whatever, we're fighting a lot of the times to make sure we get that result of what we wrote. And mm-hmm. now it becomes harder and harder. So these these situations like this humble us at these time periods. Where it's like, yo, I need help, I need opportunity. Uh, we just I just seen something on um uh you know a podcast we just got on before here. Uh people go through some real life stuff where it just really kept, you know, he was talking about how he was trying to fight so much to get to the highest level. And when he let go of fighting, that's when he D Rose was going through this at the time. He said he learned learning from D. Rose. And he said, uh it was trying to, he said, when I let go of trying to fight everybody, and I just I just became it became fun again, right? And I think that's so key because you go through okay G League then you go win a championship you got all this success you're going you're moving forward what made you come back to OKC um, and play with the blue again that year and then now leading into this year when you're when you dealt with some adversity this year too you know mm-hmm. what I mean what did, what what made you go back to that route again and to try it again and then you know keep persevering through that time period as well
2: at the time uh one was I was 26 25 26 and I was playing in Germany and um I think the main thing was I had a a crazy coach (laughs) I had a crazy Germany was like Man, he two a days. If we lost, oh. no day off. We was running, just running, no, no ball, or none of that. And going wow. through the process. Romar. That, yeah, <laughs>
1: Romar, Romar days, <laughs> Romar style, Romar
2: style. <laughs> but I think, and I talked about, and I, I had went through a little bit of tough times too with that because I was like, man, like, y'all want to keep playing, man? Like, I was like, man, I'm over here in Europe. Like the dream to me, the dream wasn't Europe, no matter where it was. Yeah, it was like, I, I was. I was grateful to be playing and, and making a living but i was like man the dream is not europe the dream was always the nba and yep. so i was praying on that all the time and i was like man it, it didn't feel like i was getting that opportunity like i was like man like i don't feel like i'm gonna be able to go back i feel like i'm just gonna be in europe for 10 15 years and that's that i feel like me staying in europe was just gonna keep me there so mm-hmm. kind of in my mind i was like man i want to go back home and like take a shot and I ended up talking with one of my friends who was in Oklahoma City at the time. His name was Chris Wright, like super athletic. Yeah, Chris Wright went to Wright.
1: Yeah, Yeah. yeah, big time athlete,
2: big time athlete. One one of my favorite players to watch too. And uh, he talked to the G League coach about bringing me in just for a mini camp. And that was Mm -hmm. kind of my opportunity. Like, got Mm -hmm. the call. He was like, man, just come to mini camp for a week. Uh, And I was like, cool. And I came back home. And I went to mini camp and I kind of just stuck it out. Like, they weren't really giving me anything to stick on. You to know about this because Snow was my agent mm-hmm. at the time. He was kind of like, This ain't really sounding great. Cause it's like, it's kind of like they're just dangling the NBA in front of you, which was, in mm-hmm. a sense, it was true. Um, yep. He was like, We want something that sticks more. And I yep. agree with him. But in my heart, I was like, Nah, I don't want this. Like, I, don't, I don't want this. I, don't I, want feel, you. I feel you. I, mm-hmm. I was at mini camp did well so i stayed another week i stayed another two weeks and did like two more mini camps there they were showing me love as far as like man we just want you around and just working out with our guys but it kind of sounded like the only thing that was sticking was g-league stuff Mm -hmm. and so i mean i was passing on some pretty decent europe uh europe deals because i had did pretty well in germany but i was like man i want to stay i want the dream is the league i don't care about the money and yep. at the time you know i wasn't married no kids so i was kind of like i get I was it thinking for me at the time um mm-hmm. and so i was like man i'm going for it i was like man i'm just throw out in the g league and mm-hmm.
0: um
2: i talked with snow about it a lot because snow is like one of my mentors and, he, and i knew at the end of the day he was gonna give me the good and the bad and he, he was gonna mm-hmm. stick with me regardless and he was like you know what let's go for it then and
0: mm-hmm. that's I, real I, that he didn't shoot down your dream we just talked about that last week with him that yeah. he was like all right let's his thing is like let's put a plan together then to actually what can we do so that's real go ahead though
2: yeah that's why i love snow so much that's why i never to me i never change agents because i know snow will be me be behind me through the good or the bad no matter what i decide um mm-hmm. but he's always gonna be honest too you know so that's mm-hmm. what i love about him and um, he's like let's do it and i went just to go for the G League. I just went to uh just to go like do open gym and stuff before they start training camp. They didn't invite me yep. to training camp or nothing like that. And then the day before Russ got Russ was out. They said Russ is out for preseason. And they just I was in uh open gym hoping, playing well. Like playing well against Raymond Felton and Dennis or yep. all the guys, and they was like Billy Donovan came to me said, You want to come training camp? I was like yeah want to come to training <laughs> so he was question. like he was like you're in like be here tomorrow at 8 a.m whatever i was like i'll be here at seven boys, <laughs> wow. boys at
1: 552 right i'll be there early <laughs>
2: like, I was, yeah. so i was i was in and went through the whole process and i got to play like they were giving me a legit look like they were like man we want to mm. see him and i was you know talking to sam presti and um going through the whole process i was enjoying the process at that point like yeah. it wasn't even about, obviously i wanted to make the team but it wasn't even about that at that point because i had did four years of not even being around the nba so i was like man just to the even fact have that you got this, back in yeah, yeah to yeah. have this and play some nba minutes and for billy donovan to even put me in the thing and be like all right abdul's doing this and and sam presley talking to me and what he wanted to see for me I was enjoying that, so I was like, "Man, mm-hmm. I'm I'm here and and I'm doing it." And obviously, it didn't work out because you know whatever reason. Because there's a whole bunch of reasons apart of that, but didn't work yeah. out. But I was in the G League and played. But I was one of the premier guys, and we played
0: a had a great year and all that. But twentieth look at what it set up what for you in the G, G League. The though. Look at what it look how good that yeah. is. Look at what it set it up for you because being in the G League is not cool either if you're not necessarily the premier guy. That yeah, they have. yeah, that's true. You're just there. So you getting into training camp, now you come down as priority rather yeah, as man. just a guy that's just on the team. So you just sticking it out, persevering through, going through with it, and that's amazing in itself. Um yeah. Man, that's really cool. That's super cool. Yeah, man. I love, and I love the whole process about Oklahoma. It,
2: Oklahoma was one of my, if not my favorite experience as a pro because the people there and the organization. Like they run a top notch organization. And I heard a lot. I heard um like I have lifelong friendships from them. And like I haven't talked to them about like if I want to coach after or they gave me like a prime role of not only just playing, but like enhancing me as a leader. Cause they, mm-hmm. you know, they were like, man, you have great leadership skills. We want to help you be better at that, because that's the type of point mm-hmm. guard you are. Like they knew what type of point guard I was. They were like, we're not trying to make you Russell Westbrook. You ain't Russell Westbrook. Mm, That's real. Like, you're more Chris Paul. You're not Chris Paul, but you're more in that style. So we want to help you get to that point. How can we make Mm, you? Yes. And uh, Mm. they invested in that. And they did that with each dude. And I watched how they did that with each different type of player. Mm. And that intrigued me and made me not only a better player, but a better person. Like It just helped me Mm. like, man, like I enjoy the people that i've been around and the joy that i had yes so i wasn't attached to like man if i got cut from the thunder man i'm pissed off i wasn't like i i was upset like like man i could really i was more upset because i was like man i could really be on this team and help them but i wasn't mad like dang like i wasn't like down i was like man this is part of the process i I love being here though so i just felt great there about that whole thing and like i think just going through that was like man like I'm it felt good to really be chasing my dream and like kind of living it out
0: in a way mm-hmm.
2: you know what i mean so that's kind of why i went home yeah. to do that
0: this is so tough because we know you got to go and it's just now I getting know. into it it's yeah. like I just, yeah look just was telling me about how you were dealt with the Pierce theory this year and things like that you stuck it out i mean i um, feel like i
2: got a little bit more time
0: Okay, y'all yeah, like, okay, we right. hold, hold on. We, we can definitely we don't, make it work. We don't want <laughs> to be looking back at Miss Gaddy coming on the, on the screen like, who was that? Where you We're at? you see a hand come out from the corner. It's going to come out like, like all right, all right. right. <laughs> all right, see you. <laughs> Don't worry. Well, go I'm ahead, there, do a boy. Couple,
2: a double, d- couple shoulder massages or something tonight. For know. real. <laughs>
0: Hi, how you doing? Are you done yet? Yeah, you Good. Yeah, yeah. You need any food? It's the yeah. it's the question. Do you need anything? <laughs> right. That's the real exactly. question. That's like this letting you know, like, hey, you need to hurry up, like. <laughs> yeah. <right. Yep. laughs>
1: was a juice? It was a juice? man. <laughs> go
0: ahead, though, boy. Go ahead, boy. Keep it going. Um, we, you know, so we respect this time
1: yeah okay we we won't take up too much more time well, let's try to let's try to keep it concise um i want to um yeah ask about transitioning so well first i wanted to speak on what you talked about with oklahoma how they were helping dudes yeah, uh, become who you know the vision of who their fullest potential mm-hmm. and we talk mm-hmm. about that here at igi that that when we can take the focus away from becoming better than the next guy, I gotta be better than him, I gotta be better than him, and focus on becoming, that's when we mm-hmm. can achieve our highest potential. So I'm really intrigued with, with, with that story there about Oklahoma, how they're really trying, it seems like that's what they're trying to do with
0: each yeah. individual. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're giving that's you a to Sam Presti and their leadership, you know what I mean? The, the fact that they're mm-hmm. doing that, that has to start from the leadership down. You yeah. know, and the yeah. fact that Sam is talking to you in the training camp, that says a lot. You know how many GMs and people that don't do this, that don't right. do that, they just be just, how you doing man, I Have a good one. But
1: right. they don't
0: be invested into, it. I've seen it. We've all seen yep. that mm-hmm. before. So that's a credit to their leadership, the fact that they're even doing that. And it's also, we can't forget, he do got that favor on him too. Because What did he say he did? He accepted mm-hmm. some things before he, he got there. So the doors is open. They open no, I will open doors and no man will yeah. close and I'll close doors and no man go. That's the that's the beautiful thing about God and what he'll do is it put you in favorable positions. But go ahead, go ahead, but I'm you know I'm adding on to it. I'm <laughs> add no, no, hey, to
1: it. no, that's a great, a great add-on. I appreciate that, man. Um so I, I wanted to ask how the things that you learned there and that, that you experienced and that you know you were able to develop, even if it may not have been for a full season. How did you take that into uh, the next year in Peristeri, which is in Greece, which is a top class organization in Greece as well. Um, Cause you guys were rolling, man, you guys were rolling. And we're not mm-hmm. gonna speak bad on them. You uh, know, they're a great organization, but I'll say it, they messed it up. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, Gaddy had them rolling. And, and so uh, the way that you were leading those guys and commanding those guys, when we were watching film, you know, I remember them saying like, you got to be careful because they have this set offense, but he will break it. You know, he's one of the guys that knows how to break the offense within the offense. And, and so I just, for me, watching you, I was like, man, Gaddy, I always, we saw this every day in practice. You went up against these guys. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe the world didn't get to see the elite point guard ability of Abdul Gaddy maybe day in and day out. And maybe it wasn't as appreciated. But for me, as another team, I'm hearing these coaches talk about you. I'm like, yeah, that's Gaddy. Like, that's Gaddy. Mm-hmm. He's really playing like Gaddy. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk about how you were able to just really become. Like, I just saw, for me, when you came back from the G League and came back overseas, I saw a new confidence, a new um, aura around you. And with, you that, know, and it, with that, and with that, yeah. Yeah, it's me. Name is that, I'm Gaddy. I'm, I know yeah. who I am, yeah. yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, you talk no, about that
1: transition and maybe is that accurate, or is that you know, you're like, No, nah, I was already doing that. I don't know. Can you talk
2: speaking? No, I that? agree, I agree with you. This is something that I talk with like Snow about a lot. Was like I felt um I had a different swag or confidence, yeah. or like, yeah, like I was like, Man, this is me. Like, this is the real me. This is me being myself to the truest form. Um mm-hmm. and I had always I had struggled with that for a little bit of time. You know, I dealt with it mm-hmm. in college of like, you know, like, mm-hmm. man, like this is the point guard Romar wants me to be. This is mm-hmm. the point guard if I was that. And um I dealt with that as a pro too as well, my earlier years. And then when I went to Oklahoma, they did a great job of investing in me as like be who you are, be a leader, and like what you do will rub off into everyone else because of how you are. Like you're a person you're a point guard, like a true point guard. You know what I mean. You're not like a lead guard. You're not like, this, like you're a true point guard who wants to manage the game. You wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure Scott was good. Like, all right, Scott gets his shot. So CJ gets his shot. That's the type of player I am. And one you know, thing I yep. want to
1: say on that. One thing I want to say. That, I I told the guy. I said, man, Gaddy. I said we had Isaiah. We had T. Ross. We had CJ. We had me. We had Justin Holiday. We had Quincy pinexter and nobody was complaining about getting the ball when Gaddy was the player. And that but that's wow. crazy. That's I never felt like oh, Gaddy, look at me off. Yeah. He's just so good at making sure everybody was happy, but go ahead.
2: That that was my thing, and I figured that out in Oklahoma. My first year, we ended up with the best record in the league. And I had Scotty Hobson, Deontay Burton, Des Wells, mm-hmm. um, Bryce Alford, who's a, mm-hmm. a gunner, but he can get it going. Richard Solomon. Yep. I had dudes who and they were like, You're the piece who's gonna be like chess master it like all right i'll make mm-hmm. sure he touches it make sure he touches it and i'll sense i would be able to sense when a guy's like man i ain't getting it And you know how guys get yeah they, yeah, they start looking you know. so yep. i was like i would i would make sure to go up to him go like, listen don't worry. i'm gonna find you like i'm gonna get you this or that like that was my thing and i and i loved it though like that was my aura i felt like man that's me to the core so um and they and oklahoma city really invested in figuring that out about me um mm-hmm. And then like, you know, not only like me shooting the ball well and all those percentages to that. Like I wasn't really worried about at that point, because when I was younger, you know, in college, I just told you I was so worried about percentages and averages. Yeah. I stopped worrying about all that. I was like, man, let me that still work all itself out. Let me just focus on just playing and playing to my mm-hmm. best ability and all the other stuff will just play aggressive and everything mm-hmm. else will work itself out. And I took that um style into going to Greece and it was the same thing. It was like, man, this is the type of I'm gonna be myself, um, be a great leader. And we started off hot actually. We had mm-hmm. a good team. Stephen Gray, Taron Ter- Petway.
0: Petway, uh, yeah. Petway, him in college.
2: Marvin, yep. Yeah, Marvin. Uh we had some good Greek players. Mm-hmm. Um they were really it's trying to set us up to to win the Greek league. We played well and uh we played well in preseason. Um we started off really good you know Mm -hmm. and we ended up beating like retus by like 30 and like my boy steven had like 40 and like Mm -hmm. amp like we were all amping it up because we were like man like this dude got hot and we were and i was telling dudes in the game i'm like just find this dude he's not missing like we were just having fun with the game and like enjoying that and then um we lost two tough games we lost to ike by like three Um, We actually had the game one and we ended up, we just didn't close the game out well. But it happens. You know, it was something we were going to learn from. We lost to Veff as well, who was kind of hot in Champions League. We lost it in by uh, two. The dude hit it like kind of like a buzzer uh, layup at the end. And it was like, it was a tough loss. Um, But we would have learned from those two losses, but they ended up firing our coach and we hired a new coach. And then
0: because of those two
2: losses, they
1: just fired him. Yes but they had young, they had success with this coach two years prior when I was there but it was a different team the team wasn't set up for the way that he wanted to coach the team but go ahead I'll let you get yeah, yeah. it.
2: it it was a lot of a whole bunch of stuff but like yeah that the coach that they ended up bringing in was like like Scott said had a lot of success he got to pick his own team
1: mm-hmm. and
2: Stephen played for him and Steven said yeah he's the type of coach that he has to pick his team from the summer so he knows what he's working with this or that he's very mm-hmm. stubborn he wants his own guys and um the coach that we had at the beginning of the season, I was his guy. Like, I was his point guard. I played 30 minutes and, you know, this or that. This coach, you know, I wasn't really his cup of tea. And so, mm. um, and he didn't really speak any English. So, he had to translate everything, this or that, too. So, that was a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really only played one game with them. We, we ended up winning that game. But I was, was in that game, too. Actually, I was playing just to <laughs> impress him instead of like just playing my game because he didn't really like me because in practice he was like trying to kill me it seemed like he had like he was just at me so I kind of took it as like all right like I'm gonna just do what he says but still trying to figure out some things and then uh, he started playing you know he just played some other guys and then by the time we got to Scott's the game we played against Scott and them I played the beginning like literally what scott the first two minutes and after that yeah, literally two the minutes game.
1: they subbed them out they had this young dude in yeah oh it, my gosh <laughs> i didn't even
2: know i didn't nobody knew that that was going to happen um, no i didn't want to like stress on it. i was kind of like dang what's really about that i mean everybody on the bench is saying the same thing but it it happened and you know me and scott talked about after the game i was like bro i really don't even know like i don't know yeah. what's going on or this or that and then uh Scott was actually the one that sent me the text like bro are they about to uh get rid of you and I was like bro I don't even know they ain't said nothing to me they but he had they had heard from you know social media and all. I was like bro I don't yeah know. somebody
1: messaged it to me yeah and I was like no nah, I'm sending this to Gary right now bro I don't know if it's true or not but I'm gonna let him know yeah, <laughs> I, was like, yeah.
2: I text Scott too I was like bro I haven't heard a thing a word I'm at home with the family you know baby three months old I'm yeah. doing <laughs> baby duty so I ain't worried about none of that and then I got a call that night and uh, the GM was like, I, we want to meet tomorrow. And then the GM – it was a – You already court. knew it what that was
0: about. Basically, yeah. the coach
2: didn't want me. The GM was like, man, I don't, I don't get it. We want you. Like, shoot, we we could strong arm him, but he's a stubborn guy, and um, he'll just not play you, or he'll just going to kill you in practice and all this and that. And the GM was actually pretty great, and the owner too, like he was kind of like, man, we don't get it either, but he wants a specific player, or whatever. And, mm-hmm. um, they actually ended up working with me really, the owner and the GM actually worked with me really well to find a new team. And, um, That's good. I didn't have to play anymore. They were like, you don't have to play. Um, we'll help you with the process, find a new team. You can work out here and all this of that, but like coach, he wants a new guy. and I didn't play, and um I ended up finding the Israeli team but it it was just unfortunate because like my one of my good friends Stephen Gray was there and I wanted to play with him he he didn't really understand it either then it sucked too because I have dual relationship with these dudes so I I liked mm-hmm. them as well and we were like and we all have been talking about like man we could be really good and then
0: mm-hmm. they
2: started losing like they lost to Lavrio who's actually really good this year by the way so yep. yeah. we lost Lavrio by like 30. Then they lost, they went on the road and they lost to Strasburg by like 30 as well. And I was like, man, I don't want, I don't like seeing my guys struggle. Like it, it yeah. was just a whole process, but it was out of my control, man. And I was just, you know, praying over with my family. I'm like, man, if this is how it's supposed to work out, then I just got to continue to enjoy the process. And, you know, hopefully find a new team. And then I, you know, I did find
0: a new team, you know what I mean? So I went through that. Man, that's super good, and I, I think that I, I appreciate you being open on this story. And we'll we'll go ahead and end it here. But like, I appreciate you sharing the story because a lot of guys don't look into what it takes to be a pro, and these are stories that are not necessarily shared. And these have to be shared because, again, we don't know necessarily what's going on, you know, behind the veil, behind the scenes, and stuff. You couldn't have known that we lose two close games and all of a sudden dude gets fired, right? And that's why I'm so big on guys understanding here, IGI, is we want guys to go in with the actual covering so that way mm-hmm. most guys that was in your situation, bro, the owner and the GM wouldn't rock with them at that time. They'd have been like, bro, you just go figure it out. But again, that favor's still there, who you are as a person, your fruit as a person, if you just a dude that's just out there, just a hoop, and that's it, and you don't have like these other fruits, these other values, then and you don't have a great heart, then they like, man, oh, well, Gaddy's going to figure it out. But they yeah. won't work with you because as a person, and that's God, being able to open people's eyes and like, look, we don't even understand, but we're going to help you move on to the next. And that's one thing I can confidently say about you without even analyzing your game or knowing you fully bro you're always going to have opportunities for a perfect situation for you to move forward because of your heart is in the right place and you're going to keep going he's going to keep exalting you to higher places it's just a matter of you know getting all the right things so you can actually get to uh, use the platform correctly which is what we're all on bro everybody's on that situation everybody's on that journey but i love the fact that uh you still over here and you cool. Like you can really tell like, man, that's messed up. But I mean, it's cool. You, it's genuine. Like, mm-hmm. like it's me and him always talk about it. It's no coincidence why we have guests on this show. I don't believe yeah. the word coincidence is not such thing. The fact that you even here, it's like, dang, bro, I mean, you want to go look at myself in the mirror like, bro, I need to become more this. And I need to, cause, because right. you got such a, a natural, you know, a goodness about you, bro. And that's really, like, real. And that that thing right there is way – that makes the hoop stuff go to the next level. Mm -hmm. I already know. That's why I already know you're going. So I know, you know, Al said your goal was to play Euro League. That's a wrap. That's happening. You know, keep Mm -hmm. going. But, you know, we want to see – you know, we'll talk about this afterwards even, but whatever the dreams that you have, bro, keep them keep them bro cuz your heart too good of a heart you got too uh too much goodness in your heart for those dreams not to manifest the way you wanted to and i just wanted to say that and give those to you while you you said give you your fires as they say and this ain't yeah. you know i don't even i don't <laughs> really know you like that bro but, yeah. but i but i i really mean that like i for real mean that bro and you know boogie i let you end it out um so he can get back to winning we- Young do <laughs> it. <guys here. Yeah.
1: laughs> we got a little Greggy, man. Put him down.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't
1: know if we have time for one question from the fast break. I see there's two questions here. I don't know if you want to pick one of those. Or I'm fine with that. Should we wrap it up? What you think? Uh okay, let's
0: let's let's, let's do the let's do the quick quick minute uh segment. Um uh, let me go ahead yeah, and do um, one
1: minute. Let's do one minute. Who, who, who,
0: get it, who we get yeah, who well, we get
1: we got Kizzy and Kaysen here. I don't I don't want to be the one to pick between it.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Well look, well, look, look. You did talk about Kizzy. I know that was a great, great question. How did you keep your family in peace with all the chaos? He talked a little bit about that in the beginning a little bit. Yeah. So we won't touch more on that, but I think we should go with Kaysen. Kizzy, please don't look at me a certain <laughs> way like you do. It wasn't me, uh. was it? <laughs> uh, I just, you know. But the floor is yours. Everything is here for you. Um, so go ahead. We got sixty seconds, Gaddy Go ahead. What What's one
1: piece of mental health advice that you would give to your younger self? This is Kason Suggs. <laughs> Shout out to Kason. What, what What's one piece of mental health advice you would give to your younger self?
2: To my younger self, ooh, uh, I mean, kind of what we already talked about. Really, was the main thing is enjoying the the process enjoying the journey you know what i mean like and everything that comes with it and just kind of knowing that you know not attaching yourself to the result
1: perfect perfect gaddy we appreciate you man we thank everybody oh bookie, bro, i got
0: it. the music going everything is just, ah.
1: I see. I see. You got All the
0: right. music going, but I, All right, Gattie, let
1: me Gattie have a pause. <laughs> I couldn't give the bonus. Y'all be looking at it. me like, is that music supposed <laughs> to be on the background? Right? right. <laughs> it was the bull, It was the Bulls anthem. We got. We're gonna start passing.
0: I gotta do better. I gotta get. I'm gonna get it. Next episode, I'm gonna get it. I'm yeah, gonna I'm have gonna it on it. standby, waiting. Um, All right. Cool. I'm gonna have it waiting. Um, Boogie. Any last words? Any last thoughts before we head on out of here?
1: man um anybody out there that again wants to get with the mentorship program um we have the mentorship program uh available we are god's image.com you can go to trayvon jackson or scott suggs and you can sign up for the mentorship program there we want to thank gaddy for coming on we appreciate your time yes and gaddy dropped some great gems for us um so yeah, I'm not gaddy but Gaddy is in the middle, <laughs> gaddy in the middle.
0: <laughs> yeah Gaddy it was wonderful it was wonderful uh getting a chance for you to be on here uh, it was wonderful for you getting a chance to actually um just give us insight into your journey and honestly man we wish you nothing but the best when' gonna put your uh there we go somewhat close to your somewhere yeah. close to where you're at this is where we can follow you on instagram and kind of follow along your journey. Yeah. Um, but we, we definitely, uh, were, you know, a we'll love to have you back even in the future, um, as we keep going throughout your journeys, we keep going on to different mm-hmm. topics yeah. and different things, but, uh, we wish you nothing but the best, bro. And we will definitely, uh, talk to you a little bit afterwards for a little bit before you take them down and we'll yeah. go ahead and end this show off. Right, man. But thank, thank you again you. for coming on here, bro. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Abdul Gaddy, me. everybody. Abdul I appreciate it. Gaddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. So that was it. That's a wrap. Uh, We need to hurry up and get off of here so we can talk to Gaddy for a little bit. um, Like Scott Scott Boogie said, if you guys want to check us out, go to weareguysimage.com. There you'll be able to find the mentorship program um, slash IGI, how to be a pro. We have a lot of things set up, and we're going to continue to keep building this. It's only $5 a month. Uh, check us out on Spotify as well. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, all the major podcast platforms. If you just want to listen to this in the car, um, in the morning, whatever the case is going, because we want to help you become the pro that you were designed and created to become. That the Most High God created you become. Uh, we had a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful talk today with Abdul Gaddy, Scott Boogie. Um, let's just keep going, man. That that dude, is just low key I me over there. This smile, you over that was, that was, I see what yeah. that's your boy, Russ. Great guy. <laughs> great guy. Um, but yeah, like we said, imagine what you could accomplish if fear was not an option. That's the model. That's what we want to continue to keep implementing to everybody and, and emphasizing to everybody. And understanding that mental health is only the perceptions and the things that you get taught. Uh, one thing we taught, we learned from Gaddy is once he let everything go and started becoming and just focused on becoming and becoming a lover of the process. You know, the process became fun, no matter what came along his way, no matter what situations came. So I'm Scott Boogie. No, I'm not Scott Boogie. I'm T. Jax. Yes. I apologize. Oh, <laughs> That's that then. That's Scott Boogie right there. That's Scott, Scott Boogie. Boogie. <laughs> I'm T. Jax. We'll be back on next Sunday on IGI. i be a pro. We'll see you guys soon. Have a good one.